If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. It's only week number two of the NFL season and injuries are already mounting. Ben Roethlisberger has been announced as out for the remainder of the season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That is with an elbow injury. Drew Brees of the New Orleans Saints. He's out four to six weeks, potentially more depending on how the surgery goes on his thumb. NFL.com's Ian Rappaport is reporting Cowboys wide receiver Michael Gallup will be out two to four weeks with a meniscus injury. Good news for the Steelers is that ESPN's Jeremy Fowler is reporting James Conner's knee injury is, quote, not serious. That's according to teammates. And finally, LaShawn McCoy apparently suffered an ankle injury late in Sunday's Week 2 victory over the Raiders. This is after Damian Williams went down with a knee injury. We wait a prognosis on both. And in baseball, the Astros are expecting all-star shortstop Carlos Correa back from the injured list later this week. I'm Dan Strafford, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher. The mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on SportsGrid, FNTSY, Danny Otto and the Stats Over Beats Cypher. It is episode number 400. 400 episodes of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, the 400th convening of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, where we help you win your leagues and win that cash. And boy, do we have a jam-packed show for you. First of all, it's Monday, right? So there was football yesterday, so there were injuries yesterday, and boy, were there ever that we need to talk about. We are going to do that. We are going to give you our takeaways from week two. What speeds got right? What speeds got wrong? We will go into the wave wire for week three and then we'll chop it up we'll put the fun in functional sports content as you know in the chat room my man strong style is already talking about it we're talking about who is going to give who the Kinshasta. Let me tell you something. Unless Robbie Anderson outscores Le'Veon Bell by about 50 points tonight, uh, 
you know where that one went. All right, guys, but let's not get into that. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. We got a special guest later on in the show as well. I know the Stats Overbeat Cypher is going to love it, but let's get into it, okay? Listen, James Conner had a knee Thank goodness they're saying that one is not serious, right? Devin Singletary from the Bills has a hammy. We'll check in on that. Michael Gallup with a knee injury. He's going to be out the next two to four weeks, okay? Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey left the game on Sunday night against Atlanta early on. Deshaun Jackson with a groin, Alshon with a calf. Damian Williams and Shady McCoy left the game in Kansas City, all right, against the Oakland Raiders. Damian Williams with a knee, Shady McCoy with an ankle. We all know Sam Darnold has mono, but the big ones, people, Drew M.F. Breeze, all right, is going to have thumb surgery, ligament damage in his thumb. They are saying six weeks. I'm going to tell you right now, we had Doc Jock on last hour. He's saying he would not be surprised if it was a lot longer than that throwing out longer terms like eight, maybe even ten weeks for Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. So that's going to be Teddy Bridgewater, or will it be some of Taysom Hill as well? Don't be so quick to just run out and go grab Teddy Bridgewater. This is obviously a drop for people like Michael Thomas, for people like Jared Cook, who I have tons of shares of. Okay, I think Kamara, however, will ultimately be fine. And the big one, big Ben, to be exact, okay? It was the elbow. He is going to have surgery. He is done for the season. Big Ben, done for the season. That team is also now 0-2. That team now had James Conner banged up as well, although they say it's not serious and he expects to be able to try to give it a go in week three. But this team is 0-2. All right, it could go left very quickly for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mason Rudolph is the heir apparent, but this is going to hurt a lot of people also. If you had Juju, if you had Moncrief and Washington and Vance to make them dance, this is a downgrade for all of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I got to tell you right now, Big Ben is 38 years old. Remember how Andrew Luck walked away at age 29? Remember how Rob Gronkowski walked away at age 30? Let me ask you this. Danny, you know how movie premieres, I know you're a pop culture guy, you know how in movie premieres and, 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 and trailers they always go like, in a world where blah, blah, blah. So try this one on for size, Danny. In a world where Big Ben is 38 years old, in a world where Big Ben has made $138 million already in his career, in a world where Big Ben already has two Super Bowls, is a walk-in Hall of Famer, in a world where Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson are going to start running that division in the next year or two for the foreseeable future, in a world where Mike Tomlin could be getting tuned out by that team and organization in a world where it would take a full year and you come back at age 38 when Andrew Luck has left at age 29, when Doug Baldwin left at age 30, when Rob Gronkowski left at age 29. I don't know. I don't know. In a world where Big Ben was talking two years ago if he had anything left. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, and by the way, Pat Schumer today declined to confirm that Eli Manning would be the Giants' starting quarterback for week three. Oh, and by the way, another woman is coming forward with an accusation against Antonio Brown. Oh, and if that wasn't enough, literally in the last hour, 
Jaguars cornerback Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same Jalen Ramsey who you may have seen getting into a shouting match with head coach Doug Marone on the sidelines yesterday. Yeah, that Jalen Ramsey. About an hour ago, he demanded a trade from the Jacksonville Jaguars. We got a lot to discuss. We got to talk about our takeaways, what happened right, what happened wrong, diamonds and fugazis, waiver wire. Of course, I'm going to talk more about Strong Style and Speeds' matchup. And we're going to talk to um, a special guest from the Stats Over Beat Cypher. And we have a poll question. Whose injury is the most impactful? Is it Big Ben, Drew Brees? What about Nick Foles? Because that started the linchpin of all. All this. Oh, yeah, and what about that quarterback with Mono so his team doesn't have him tonight in Monday Night Football, the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Vote at Spittin' Speeds. We got a lot of stuff to do. That's why I got half a beer still so far. We'll see how much is left when we get back. Fantasy Freestyle 400. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. Red, red wine. I want the cipher to stay close to me. Episode 400 of the Stats Overbeat Cipher Fantasy Freestyle. I got people giving props for episode 400. Tell me I should throw a party for episode 500. I just hope to make it to episode 500. I know y'all... Some of y'all shouting out what may happen Thanksgiving weekend, a little special episode as well. I think it's great. Right away, Clayton Trahan, member of the staff, so to be Cypher, definitely a Patriots fan, already being like, yeah, Ramsey's going to wind up in New England. Probably will, but don't do that. And Dexter Rojas is in the chat room really asking about Kerryon Johnson. Now, let me tell you something. Did y'all see Kerryon Johnson's touchdown yesterday? Yo, he took that little pass and went 30-some-odd yards looking very quick. If he ever gets rolling, boy, let me tell you something. But Kerryon had a fine game, Dexter Rojas. I don't know what you're talking about. 88 combined yards, a couple of catches, and that touchdown. Got 16.8 points for me in one league. I will take it. I also think, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Strong Style got me 16 points against you. I could have used that. I didn't even need that, to be honest, but... I digress. We'll, we'll we'll get into it. But um, Danny, my man that got me 16 points against Strong Style this week and scored his first touchdown of the season that Dexter Rojas be talking about in the chat room. Who we talking about, Danny? Carry on. Go. Episode 400 of the Stats Over Beat Cypher. Oh, yeah. Galladay was killing it last night or yesterday as well. But I digress. Let's get into this. My main takeaways from week two of the NFL football season. And it's almost... Guys, this is a violent game. That's my main takeaway. Honestly, we saw Big Ben. We saw Drew Brees. We know about all that. I got Nick Foles and Sam Darnold in the... Uh, in the poll as well. But I got to tell you something. About three years ago, I started talking about the hashtag all quarterbacks matter. And I'm not kidding anymore, people. Um, I am worried about Cam Newton. 
Uh, that's my one of my main takeaways from week two of the NFL season. All right, Superman has left the building, okay? He's got two rushes for zero yards and a fumble. They don't give him the ball on fourth and one. Something is obviously wrong with him. And like I said before with Big Ben, listen, Gronk, age 30. Luck, age 30. Doug Baldwin, age 30. Oh, by the way, Cam... Yeah, uh, he was born in May of 1989. Guess what that makes him? 30 as well, okay? I am. Le- I, I was joking with the all quarterbacks matter at first, but I'm legitimately worried about him. And also, you can throw Deshaun Watson into the mix as well. Deshaun Watson now has been sacked at least four times. Eight Games in a row, another hashtag, all quarterbacks matter. They need to protect Deshaun Watson. That is my number one takeaway, especially if Indianapolis, Tennessee, Jacksonville, they don't seem to be scaring people anymore. Houston could be set up to win a division title if they protect Deshaun Watson. But, Danny, play the clip of Cam. And here's the thing. Honestly, Cam in his press conference, he acknowledged this, right? And... (laughs) He said, I can't, I can't, he said, Danny, that he's got to look himself in the mirror because of his play. But play the video, Danny. He said he got to look himself in the mirror and he was wearing that? He let himself out looking himself in the mirror wearing that? What the hell is he wearing, Danny? And when he's talking about I got to look myself in the mirror, yeah, bro, you do got to look yourself in the mirror. That's okay on that video. I'm just saying, I'm worried about Deshaun Watson. I'm worried about Cam Newton. That is my first takeaway. Hashtag all quarterbacks matter. Also, this game has changed, people. It really has. And I've, I said it before. I'll say it again. This pass interference challenge is going to piss me off all season long. All right? The fact that they are now calling, like, pick plays and offensive pass interference, it is a low percentage thing to do in challenge, but it's happening and it's st- slowing the game down, this is a problem, all right? Here's another takeaway from week three. It's Patty Mahomes' world. We're all just living in it, okay? Again, 30 for 44, 443 yards, four touchdowns. He had 300-plus and four touchdowns in the second quarter. It was 28, like, in the first half. They just eased up. Patty Mahomes is too good, people. This is not changing anytime soon. Oh, and yeah, here's another thing that's not changing anytime soon. Miami Dolphins are a dumpster fire, people. Okay, Kenyon Drake, Minka Fitzpatrick, add them all to the list of people who are demanding trades. Okay, they lost 43 to nothing in New England. That's now 112 to 10. And if you look at week three lines, the Cowboys are 21-point favorites. Remember when Young Kaz played that track last week with Miami and one of the things in the hook was stream defense against Miami? Yup, I agree. Young Kaz, no wonder you're 2-0 in the Stats Over Beats League. All right, what did Speeds get right? That's my favorite part of the show, right? What did Speeds get right? Number one, I told you coming into this year that at my wide receiver two and three, I wanted shares of these young up-and-coming wideouts, okay? I said them by name. I said Chris Godwin. What did he do yesterday? Eight for 121 and a touchdown. Looks like a boss. DJ Moore I named I wanted shares of nine for 89 last week. Calvin Ridley. Did you see his touchdown last night? He went eight for 105 and a touchdown. Christian Kirk, who I 
I said belonged in this group, and y'all didn't want to listen to me. Now Kyler Murray's thrown for 350 yards two weeks in a row. Christian Kirk is clearly, along with Larry Fitzgerald, getting that production six for 114. And big Mike Williams had 83 yards last yesterday also. And with some flying circus highlight catches, I told you about I wanted these ascending second and third year wide receivers, and five of them popped off yesterday. Also, running into the season, Jilly Dilly, you probably have the notes. Put them up. Put them up on Twitter. Put them up on Patreon. Put them up in the chat room, Jilly Dilly. I had three NFC divisional winner picks that people did not think I was crazy. People thought I was crazy. I wanted the Green Bay Packers to win the NFC North. Now, their defense looks good. Oh, and they've got two division wins already. I wanted the Seattle Seahawks to win the NFC West. They're 2-0. I was talking about Russell Wilson as a 20-1 MVP candidate. That looks viable. Oh, and yeah, I was telling you how much I like the Atlanta Falcons. By the way, I got them again today at plus 300 to win that division before the, uh, you know, the announcement of Drew Brees and his surgery. I also last week told you with the Joe Mixon situation, I told you that he may play, but if he plays, that that was a problem for me because I'm worried about him potentially being a decoy, being on limited snaps, re-injuring. And I said that if he plays, that actually makes it fugazi for him and Giovanni Bernard. What happened? Joe Mixon, 11 carries, 17 yards. Giovanni Bernard, 6 carries, 6 yards. Of course, the 49ers played well, but... I told you to stay away from those guys yesterday. Um, the Giants, I said their defense is going to make people look good. After Dak Prescott had 400 yards, Josh Allen did some things as well. Running for a touchdown, Gore and Singletary combined for 125 yards and two scores. This is going to be a narrative, and the Giants, oh yeah, maybe with a new starting quarterback. They go to Tampa next week, okay? So Chris Godwin, fire it up. Ronald Jones, Peyton Barber may get back on the on the gravy train. Jameis Winston may have a bounce back as well. And the last one, listen, remember when I was telling you about tight ends and I said that this Mark Andrews thing is real? I said he's being drafted outside of the top twelve. I said if you don't if you strike out on the top guys, go draft Mark Andrews. Yeah, another big week from him. Eight for one twelve and a touchdown. Let me tell you. It wasn't all roses and sunshine, though. But between Lamar and Andrews and those Ravens, I have been on it, and I hope you listen to the spitting statistician. I got some things wrong as well. I'll give you one or two, and then we'll go into more on the other side of the break here on Fantasy Freestyle, and then we will look at the waiver wire as well. Listen, I told you about an O.J. Howard breakout. It hasn't happened yet. You know, Bruce Arians didn't use the tight ends in Arizona. Maybe I was short-sighted to expect the O.J. Howard breakout, right? I gave out Derek Carr as prop bets. Those did not happen last week or yesterday, okay? That didn't happen. I told you I was fading Manny Sanders in Denver because of Deshaun Hamilton and Cortland Sutton. Manny Sanders putting it in my eye with 11 for 98 and a touchdown and a two-point conversion. I get some things wrong, but on balance, I did all right. Right, Strong Style? Let me know. Come on now, brother man. When we come back, we go into waiver wires because even if you lost this week, we got more weeks ahead. There's a couple things I got wrong. We'll dig into them, and we hit the waiver wire. This is the 400th episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. I'm going to finish my beer for that. Dilly dilly. You heard? Come on right back. 
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. So live your life. Hey. I got to tell you something, guys. Honestly, if you would have told me 400 episodes that this would even exist, all right? I went back and checked. My first episode, I recorded, like, in my boy's kitchen where my man rocks one young fistful of rings. And if you told me then that 400 episodes would happen a Fantasy Freestyle, if you would have told me that there would be a such thing as the stats overbeat cipher and that it was like an actual thing that people are actually proud members of, I would have told you you were mother effing crazy. So thank you again to everybody who has held me down for the last two, well, not two, 400 episodes, years. And I appreciate that. Let's get into it. But I got to admit, I don't get them all right. I told you about some things that I got wrong, right? OJ Howard, Derek Carr. I did hit my other prop bets, though. And I hope you guys are watching here Sunday morning, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Me, Mike Blewett, we got some other cast of characters. We do pro football today. And I apologize if I can't hit you right back up. On Sunday mornings, I'm hosting a show. I can't do 18 things at once, right? But if you listen, I gave out the Derek Carr prop bets, which were Fugazi. I also gave you that Austin Eckler would score a touchdown. Yeah, he did. Cash. I also gave you Matt Breida over 54 and a half rushing yards. Yeah, that cash. I'll give you my leans and bets on Monday Night Football in the next segment. Um, I told you, Manny Sanders, though, looks good. The other thing that I did not get right. Going into this season, one of my big narratives was try to find out who's the number two wide receiver in Green Bay and try to find out who's the number two wide receiver in Pittsburgh. And it hasn't worked out. In Pittsburgh, I thought it was Moncrief or Washington. Dante Moncrief gets squadouche. I think he's dumpster fire. You can cut Dante Moncrief. James Washington, only two for 23. Maybe he does better things with Mason Rudolph, his college teammate now as the new quarterback. But listen, Vance, he got two touchdowns, but only 38 yards, seven catches. You know, I was wrong on Pittsburgh. Similarly, in Green Bay, I mean, MVS only three catches, 19 yards in a win. You know, and Allison got the touchdown to save his day, but only four for 25. So I didn't get it all right. But let's turn the page to week three. All right, let's turn the page to week three because if you lost – um, you need, you know, you need to make moves. If you lost, you know, maybe you lose, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe you lost to Devin Singletary, right? Maybe you lost to Michael Gallup. Maybe you're worried because you got Shady McCoy. Maybe you had, you know, if you need to make moves, let me tell you who I like that are most out of the popular players on the waiver wire, the most popular pickups. Let's start at the running back position. Listen. James Conner is a little banged up. They say he's confident that he'll go in week three, but you need to have Jalen Samuels at this point anyway. He's only 36% owned, all right? So I think you need, he's worth the waiver claim because Conner's already starting to get banged up. They're going to use Samuels. They're going to find out what they have now that they don't have Big Ben, and I think Samuels is worth the pickup. Listen, the number one pickup for me, though, Raheem mother effing most start at the running back position. He's only 16% owned. 
I thought this was going to be like mostly Brita and then some Mostart, but this was this was a real split. And Mostart showed his wares, okay? I think he is definitely worth the add if you need a running back. Give me also uh, Carlos Hyde. He's 43% owned, okay? But I told you about this guy, all right? He outcarried Duke Johnson 20 to 6. I told you this was going to be a normal share. And Hyde is the early down and the goal line part of this share. He's only owned in 43% of leagues. You can go out and get Carlos Hyde. He had 90 yards yesterday. I like that one as well. And listen, you got to keep an eye out on the Damian Williams injury news, on the Shady McCoy injury news. But if that trends in the wrong direction, Darwin Thompson is only 18% owned. Those are guys I would look to at the running back position if they're available in your league, at the wide receiver position. And I want to make a point here. Last week, at the wide receiver position, I told you guys that I, you know, some of those big-time over-the-top wide receivers, I don't know if I could trust them, right? John Ross was one of them. John Ross went four for 112 in a touchdown yesterday, but it was a 66-yard touchdown in garbage time. Yeah, that counts, and you're happy if you have him on your fantasy team. But he was real close to being three for, like, 40. And that's not what you were looking for when you spend your number one waiver priority. Deshaun Jackson was another one. He got squadouche yesterday. Trust me, I know. All right, so, I mean, some of these best ball guys were over there. Yeah, some of them had good games, right? Yeah, Watkins, he only went six for 49. It was another wide receiver, right, that did it. I mean, Hollywood was good, but are those things going to happen week in, week out? That's why I think there's other wide receivers. And, Danny, get ready to cue it, okay, because one of my leads now, I don't care if it's Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville, all right? DJ Chark, Danny, is only 13% owned, and he now leads the Jaguars in targets. He leads the Jaguars in receptions. He leads the Jaguars in yards. And, Danny, the man's name is DJ Chark. You know how I got to come up with nicknames for people, right, Danny? Where do you think I'm going? Play the drop, Danny. DJ, DJ, where is it, Danny? Come on now. It's DJ, Chark, 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 DJ, Chark, 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 Chark. All right, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. That's enough of that, Danny. Danny, that's enough. I really hope DJ Chark never has a good game again, but he is worth the waiver wire claim and is only 13% owned. Listen, same thing. The Eagles, Alshon Jeffrey went down. Deshaun Jackson went down. What's up, Nelson Aguilar? Eight for 101. Maybe he's the new wide receiver one. You got to follow that one as well. I am fading this Demarcus Robinson pickup, okay? Watkins had a big game in week one. Nicole Hardman is there as well. I am not on this Demarcus Robinson pickup. I'm okay with Debo Samuel, though. He's only 17% owned. He leads the team in targets. He's being featured by San Francisco. I'm okay with Debo Samuel. At tight end, Will Disley. Nope, I don't care if he scored two touchdowns yesterday. Don't do it, people. Do not pick up Will Disley. I don't care if you have O.J. Howard and you don't like his zero. I don't care. Do not pick up Will Disley. I told you about Mark Andrews. He's 89% owned right now. One out of 10 of you can go pick up Mark Andrews right now. Go do so. If Darren Waller is 83% owned, you know, one out of every, oh, I don't know, you know, one out of every nine of you or eight of you can go pick up Darren Waller right now. Do so. Um, and also, if you need someone, Chris Herndon, who was suspended for the first four games 
by the Jets for the performance-enhancing drugs or whatever the issue was. Listen, if you need to early stash someone, he's only 13% owned. He could be someone to help you out. If you're worried, let's say, and you, you're going to give O.J. Howard a little bit of extra leash, but you need a guy just in case. If you have Jared Cook and you want to see how this plays out with Teddy Bridgewater, but you need someone just in case. Chris Herndon only owned in 13% of leagues. I got to tell you something. Also, don't forget, I got a lot of people already hitting me up with um, Game of Inches for, for week two. All right, I got people hitting me up on Twitter. By the way, you can always hit me up on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds. I got people hitting me up on Patreon. You could always sign up to my Patreon. I appreciate all the new subscribers. Jennifer Henderson is one of them, and she is in the chat room. Real deal, stats overbeat cipher, for real. Anybody who knows from last year knows how overjoyed we are to have, once again, Jennifer Henderson in the chat room and really, you know, being part of the stats overbeat cipher. Um, big shout-out to Henry Henderson as well. Um, but here's the deal. All right. I have my own game of inches this week, and I got to tell you, I know people, we don't talk about our fantasy teams, and no one cares about someone else's fantasy team, but I had a game of inches work out for me, <laughs> all right? And so this can happen in a lot of different ways. I'm in a league, and it's my long-standing home dynasty league. I have actually won this league back-to-back years. Two times I've won that league and won that cash. I'll bring in the trophy at some point this season. Um, going into Sunday Night Football, I had one player left. It was Zach Ertz, but I was down by like 10 points. My opponent had two players left, all right? So I, I'm down by 10. I got one guy left. My opponent had two. You know, the, the percentages when you look at that, I had something like a 10% chance to win. My player was Zach Ertz. He had a nice little game, all right? Nothing crazy. Normal Zach Ertz. He got me something like 16 points in a PPR league. All right, I can bring it up. Let me see. Zach Ertz last night. He got me 17. He had eight, eight for 72 in a PPR league. That's 15.2, and he caught the two-point conversion the Eagles had. So that's 17.2. My, I told you my opponent had two players still in that game. The two players were Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson. They combined. For zero points. His quarterback was Drew Brees, who got negative .48 points with this scoring system. So I got through on the skinny my chin, chin, chin. Zach Ertz overtook both of them. And you'd be like, ah, speed, you got lucky. But on the flip side, I had James Conner who left. You know, and on the flip side, my opponent, who you know I had by a hashtag game of inches, yeah, he had the New England defense against me, and in our format, he scored 47 points with a defense with a shutout, four interceptions, two defensive touchdowns, only giving up 100 to 100, not 100 some odd yards. But remember, we all take young Kaz's advice, right? We stream defenses against Miami. All right, here's the deal. When we come back on the other side of the break, all right, we are going to have a member of the Stats Over Beat Cypher sitting right there. It is not going to be Strong Style, who, unless Robbie Anderson does big things, I'm going to beat this week. But it is a team in the Stats Over Beat Cypher League. And I'm going to tell you right now, when I go to the Stats Over Beat Cypher League, oh, goodness, I'm staring at my 40-point margin against Strong Style. I can't look at it. Oh. But what I also see is that this team is trending right now to be 2-0 
in the Stats Over Beats League. That can narrow it down for you. We got someone to join us. We will answer some of your questions. We will certainly put the fun in, in functional sports content. I'll give you my thoughts and my picks for the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets against the Cleveland Browns as well. I got some prop bets I like, and FanDuel right now has boosted my bet from minus 110 to plus 100. You want to find out what it is? Come on back. It is the four. 100th episode of the Fantasy Freestyle, the 400th convening of the Stats Over Beat Cypher. I got the Jets coming on. I got a member of the Stats Over Beat Cypher about to join me on set. Life is good. Dilly, dilly. Come on back. Fantasy Freestyle episode 400. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Welcome back. Episode 400 of the Stats Over Beat Cypher. We have changed to the two-shot. This is John Giovinazzo. I know him as John G on Patreon. You may see him as John G in the chat room. And if you are in the Stats Over Beats League, this is Tampa Pick 6 right here. Number one. Tampa Pick 6 is in a good spot. I'm looking at the Tampa Pick 6 matchup right now. You're, uh... Let's see. What do we got here? Tampa pick six. You are facing the PayPal Steelers. PayPal, yeah. You are up right now. You got Baker going tonight, facing Jarvis Landry and David Njoku. You're up by 18. Projections have you primed to potentially go 2-0. and Yeah. Uh, you feeling good about Baker tonight? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I think right. 20 points is what they're projecting. That's, that's about right. All right. I'll take it. Listen, Maybe a little bit more. Listen, I'll take it. And Tampa pick six could go 2-0 and in the first ever Stats Over Beats League, episode 400. Here's the first thing I got to ask you. Because, listen, I've been doing now 400 episodes of this, right? Yeah. How did you find out about Fantasy Freestyle and the Stats Over Beat Cypher? It was... Last uh, year, two years ago, this year? 2017, before the season. Okay. I I was doing my fantasy prep. Okay. And I came across the Roto Experts in the morning. Yes, yes. And then uh, shortly after that, I came across your show. Was it me and Scott Angle hosting at that time, Roto Experts in the morning? God, it was so long ago. It was. Okay. I think so. All right, cool. And then just since then, you've been listening. Yep. And then I, I, I... just started checking out all the other shows, yeah. you know, and just kind of awesome. getting into it. Well, listen, I appreciate it. I tell you all the time, people, that no one loves their listeners, the cipher more. I Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, thank you. I, you know, absolutely. But let's Not get into problem. this. Let's get into this because I looked at your team, mm-hmm. and you may go 2-0. Yeah. But yeah. there's still some things that I would like to ask you about, okay? Especially... At your running back situation, especially at running back. Now, truth be told, I checked the schedule, and John, we don't play each other until the very last week of the season. We play each other week 13. Yeah. Okay, so I feel comfortable because if you're in the playoffs, you're going to already be there or not. We'll know one way or the other, right? So I feel like it's okay. We can almost speak freely. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're starting Kenyon Drake. Yes. And now he just is one of these Dolphins that, like, demanded a trade. You're down in Florida with Tampa. How bad are the effing Miami Dolphins? Oh, they're horrible. Oh. Are they going to go 0-16? Yes. 
You think so? <laughs> yeah. Really? I was on this morning with Joe Ranieri. He said there was a bet. You could bet three to, three to one odds right now that the Dolphins would go 0-16. I would do it. You would? I would definitely. It's really that bad, right? Oh, yeah. It, no, from what I heard last week, the whole yeah. team. They want to trade. Requested. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Your starting running back, Kenyon Drake, what is, it, is uh, one of the running backs. 110 back. points to 10? Yes. Is that yes. In two weeks? That's what it is. In, in two weeks against the Ravens and, of course, now the, the, the Patriots. Right. But So what do you do if someone – let's say they do trade Kenyon Drake. But to a team where he's then he's not really the starter anymore. Are you what are you doing about that? Like it, it would just depend on the situation. Okay. Honestly, I took Kenyon Drake as, yeah. as, as I went into the draft wanting my wide receiver group to be super strong. Okay, and it and, is. And then I was and then I went with Derrick Henry. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. And then after that, I was just going to piece it together. Listen, your pass catchers are sick Thank for God anybody. For Shady McCoy. Yeah, absolutely. For anybody who doesn't know, Tampa pick six is going to war each week with Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, and Cortland Sutton. Those sound like some diamonds in the rough to me. Hey, Mendo Bruce, he's drafting diamonds in the rough, and he's about to go 2-0. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on now. So, But I got to ask you about Michael Thomas. Yeah. Because now, you know, I mean— it's a walking mass unit, the infirmary in week two, right? You know, so yeah. Drew Brees goes down. He's going to miss. They're saying six weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if it was longer. You know, um, does that change your outlook on Michael Thomas at all? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Like, you're still going to start him, though, right? Of course. But, yeah, it's, he's definitely going to fall off. I, I think everybody on that offense is going to Yeah, you would think back. so. And here's the other thing I want to ask you about your team. Now, this is a guy who I've loved. As we know, I've been mm -hmm. talking about him. But again, when you see me in week 13 with the playoffs on the line, yeah. you got Austin Eckler in your lineup. Yep. And I don't know. Thanks to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. There it is. That's what I'm talking about. Yo, Danny, can we turn that into a GIF? Someone from the Stats Over Beat Cypher saying thanks to you. You know what I'm talking about? Um, what happens if and when Melvin Gordon comes back? I mean, Melvin Gordon has said that he's going to come back eventually, you know, by the end of the season when you, you're going to need Austin Eckler. What about then? Are you going to like, would you trade Austin Eckler, say, like, he's doing great for you, I know. Yeah. Would you trade Austin Eckler worried about what might happen with Melvin Gordon? This is a big issue that Austin Eckler owners have to face, right? right. He's killing it right now. Right. But what happens when that goes poof, when Melvin Gordon comes back? How are you preparing for this? Typically in... in past years he's he's been able to not produce to what you're right to the level he's doing now. you're right but as a flex play okay for me, yeah you know, i believe I'm, that austin eckler by the way guys i agree i agree with john austin eckler mm -hmm. is a flex play even if melvin gordon comes back like right. in the middle of last year he was viable to start even with melvin gordon there absolutely right. hey john you, you we were talking during the break you know you're up from new york you let me know you'd be here i was like of course you know mm -hmm. you come mm -hmm. on down stats over beat cypher represent you told me in the commercial break uh that you rode the subway for the first time yes i did today and, oh and, and how was it for you it's like it's like riding <laughs> this is just my commute for this is how i get to oh, work I <laughs> you know what i mean well we, we we made an attempt one day and i walked down you made an attempt I, I walked, was it, it was unsuccessful attempt i one? walked down the stairs and i'm looking around and, and you're like to hell with I'm this like, what the hell do i do how do i get a metro car <laughs> i hear you i hear you all right but you were able to conquer all of that today yes, yes, and you rode the metro yes. and you rode the subway for the first year what yes. else you get going on in your trip to new york here you and I, I met your met your wife yeah right I met your I met your wife yes. earlier as well big shout out thank you everybody in the stats over beat cipher um so what brings you here just seeing the sights and stuff got yeah. out yeah we just uh, I've always wanted to come to New York and, and check it out and, yeah uh, 
I'm from Maryland originally. Oh, okay. And, I couldn't um, tell by your accent. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't even realize I have an accent. It's all good. But uh, so yeah, been living in Florida for about seventeen, eighteen years. Oh wow. But yeah, I just uh, just always was intrigued with New York. I always yeah. wanted to come and check it out. And okay. You know, just kind of get up in the mix and That's see what's, what's up. about. Well, listen, here in New York, as you know, the New York football team is about to kick off in, you know, half an hour or 45 minutes or so. So let's get into this one, okay? Yeah. We've got the uh, Cleveland Browns in New York to take on the Jets. The Jets are now getting six and a half points. Mm-hmm. Is that too many? Because here's one of my narratives, right? Greg Williams used to be the defensive coordinator in Cleveland. He's mm-hmm. now the defensive coordinator in New York. Mm-hmm. So if anybody knows the weaknesses of the Cleveland defense— it's him. Right. If anybody knows how to maybe attack Baker Mayfield, it's him. You know, right. I get Sam Darnold isn't there, but how do you see this game playing out there, John? Well, kind of the way I look at it, um, with Baker Mayfield. I know you're a Baker fan, yeah. too. I know. You got Baker as your quarterback. You, know, you were telling me you got Baker. So. I, I used to doubt him and everything, but uh, once, I, once I started seeing that, when he would say something, and then he would go out and, and deliver. And deliver. Yeah. You know, it's not like Johnny Manziel or this anything. This is true. It's you know what I mean? It's not like Johnny Manziel. That so, is uh, true. In you know, a lot of ways, he's not like Johnny I, Manziel. I think they're going to want to look to bounce back from last week. Uh, I think they were favorites to win, win against Tennessee. They're at yep. home. Yeah. So so you I, like you like Cleveland tonight? I think they're going to show. Would you let, even with six and a half points, you think they cover the spread? Yeah. All right. All right. So. so here's the thing. Strong Style is in the chat room right now. Mm-hmm. And he says, can we get a live trade in our league between <laughs> me and John G? I don't think that's going to happen right now because I, I don't do things willy-nilly like that. That's I right. will say this. Danny Otto, are you with me? You know him. All right. Danny. Now, John G doesn't play me until week 13. Mm-hmm. He plays you week 8. I checked. All right. And here's the thing, Danny. Check this out. Danny, in week 8, you have both Mark Ingram and Hollywood Brown, the Ravens, on a bye. John G. has nobody on a bye in week eight. So he's ready to stomp you. You ready to talk some smack, Danny? How do you feel about your matchup against John G. coming up? <laughs> I, I, I might need some, some uh, words of advice to use the waiver wire before week eight. All right, all right. So we got to make sure for week eight yeah. that we make sure to help out Danny on the waiver wire because he's going to see. Listen, it's a 2-0 team right now. Let me tell you how I think about this game. All right. I believe Trevor Simeon can run the offense. He's been with Adam Gaze in Denver before, right? Mm-hmm. I don't expect great things out of him, right. but a lot of times the, when the backup comes in, that first game, they actually play well, right? right that right. very first game. I think the Jets can hang with them in this game, okay? I think the Jets can hang with them. I would take the Jets plus the six and a half, but that's not the strongest thing on the board for me. I actually like, if anything, the under in this game. I do think Trevor Simeon can kind of move the ball, but I think Greg Williams will be able to take care of Baker and shut them down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I am on some prop bets in this game. Let me see if you like any of these, okay? Okay. Uh, had a lot of talk about Odell Beckham in this one, right? And how he's, oh, blah, blah, blah. Greg Williams wanted to hurt me and all this stuff. You know, um, Odell Beckham is plus 105 right now to score a touchdown. I think he's going to score a touchdown tonight. I think that if they get close, they're going to make it a point to force feed Odell Beckham so that he can score and maybe like propose to the kicking net or something. I think they want him to be able to have a laugh here in New York. I think he scores a touchdown. What do you think? The do stat- me a favor when you answer this. Talk for a while so I can okay. finish my beer. Go ahead. The, okay. <laughs> the uh, dilly dilly. Yeah. The, hey. 
The uh, stat I saw earlier is Odell um, in MetLife Stadium yeah. is something like 97 like yards, yards per, per game. game or something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. The over-under on him is like 85, I think. Yeah. Right. So, so you like Odell tonight. So, yeah, I like him back in his old home. Yep, I, I agree uh, with you on that. Hear about this one. Le'Veon Bell mm-hmm. receiving yards, mm-hmm. 35 and a half. I take the over. I think over. Lev Bell, especially in this kind of game, right? Over. Dinkin and Duncan maybe, yep. right, yep. with pressure. Yep. Lev Bell, that outlet. I think yep. this is ridiculous. I think he can get this on one screen pass. Now, the one thing I did see is uh, Quinnen Williams and C.J. Yeah, they're out. they're out. They are out. I think that is a Which big deal for the Jets. Like, big. the Jets' defense was great against Buffalo in the first half. Yeah. Then yeah. C.J. Mosley leaves, and they get gashed. Last one right. for me. Mm-hmm. I've got Jamison Crowder. Mm-hmm. Four and a half receptions is his total. He had 14 catches last yes. week, right? Same kind of theory. I don't think Simeon yes. goes downfield much to Robbie Anderson. Sorry, strong style. But I do think that Lev Bell, Jamison Crowder, these guys, they could eat tonight. Yes, which is going to hurt me with Robbie Anderson because I need I need about 12 Oh, you need Robbie also? In another league. In another yeah. league. Yo, how many leagues are you in? Four. Are you keeping track? Play by play. I are heard you, you say you sta- yeah, What are you doing? Are you staring it, it at stats? I know. I can't it do it anymore, man. It drives me nuts. All right. Well, first of all, I'm thank you again. I can't do it. I know. It's way too much. All right. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. And do me a favor. All right, Danny, get the cameras rolling. John G, tell me why you love fantasy freestyle, why you love Speeds the Spitting Statistician, and why you love the Stats Over Beat Cypher, brother man. Let's make a commercial out of this one. <laughs> Uh, my endorsement, uh, he's always been spot on in all of his recommendations. What, what really got me um, going with the fantasy freestyle, he looked in the camera one day and he says, don't walk, run to pick up Robert Woods two <laughs> years did. ago. I remember that. And, and you ran and picked up Robert and Woods? And my wide receivers at the time were Marvin <laughs> Jones and Alshon Jeffrey. And you picked up Robert Woods? And he had, it was 1,000 or 1,100 yards Yeah, he did. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what we yep. do on the Fantasy Freestyle. We help you. Say it with me now. Win, win your, your leagues and, and win, win that, that cash. cash. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> we have been doing it for 400 episodes. John Giovia, the Tampa Pick 6, is about to go 2-0. Strong style unless Robbie Anderson goes absolutely berserk I'm gonna get a win in this league as well Danny Otto did you get a win in this league no you didn't I'm sorry Danny I should have checked before I saw that but it looks like you're going down to big timer who we be going 2-0 as well thank you John G for coming on in absolutely anybody in the stats overbeat cypher you're welcome to stop by we've had young Kaz stop by we've now had John G stop by I would you know I should have brought some friendship bread I need some friendship bread Friendship bread. I, I apologize. I apologize. You I should have brought some friendship up, bread. We ate it all. Up. Hey, Jilly Dilly, really let's hook this man up with some <laughs> friendship bread. That'll about do it. Episode 400 in the books. We'll be back on Thursdays. We'll do DFS stuff. We'll do home dogs as always. And if you have a hashtag, Game of Inches, send it in. I hope Strong Style doesn't come back and make this one one. We out of here for John G from my man Danny Otto. Episode 400. Of the Fantasy Freestyle is in the books. Thank you so much, everybody. 20 more until we really pop it off. All right, I'm out. (laughs) Dilly dilly. Yeah, peace.
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. The kicking games of these teams, and it's so funny because nobody ever thinks they need a kicker until <laughs> they actually need the damn kick. kicker. Yeah, need the kicker. And it's so bad to the point where even guys, the Hall of Fame career guys like Adam Vinatieri, uh, in all likelihood today is going to announce his retirement because he missed a couple of chip shot field goals and uh, extra points yesterday that, again, they weren't as dramatic. He was the reason they lost in week one. He could have been the reason they lost yesterday, but they were able to pull it out. But it wasn't just Vinatieri. Uh, the San Diego Chargers knew their field goal kicker all week was not going to be able to play. So they opted instead not to sign another kicker. We'll let the punter kick. That's what we're going to let our punter kick. And what did the punter do besides shank every shot that he tried there from the uh, from field goal range? One for three. Well, one for three. Forcing, of course, uh, Phillip Rivers at the end of the game to try and put a Hail Mary into the back yep. of the end zone, uh, which ended up getting picked off. And, uh, and by the way, Matt Prater on the other side, shank, missing. Uh, yep. it, it's just, it's unbelievable to me that we continue. It's missed field goal left, extra point shanked. It's, you look at all the points that were left out on the table for some of these teams. Then it's going to get amplified. We're going to start to see more and more and more. I think two point conversions are, are coming just like Vic Fangio decided yesterday, yep. uh, in the Denver game to do it. It's coming, but hell, even Vinatieri's throwing his hands up going, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And they're trying to talk him out of it. I'd be like, Hey, you want to go to the sunset, my friend, go to the sunset. You need somebody who can actually get the job done. Yeah, I hear you. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Degenerates on Make It Rain. Let's cock-a-doodle-do it. I think that's a good point. Remember, the Jets could have could have said they lost their game in week one because of a kicking game. Count the yep. Chargers now among teams who literally could have a different record. You mentioned Matt Prater as well. People are missing extra points, and I like what you're talking about, Joe. It wasn't only Denver-Chicago. Jacksonville-Houston, they, the, they went for two as well for the win. Yep. I understand Jacksonville on the road with with momentum, you know, the card probably says you go for two. But I think sports investors need to understand that because of these missed field goals, I mean, or missed extra points, or penalties on extra points, which push it back to become like a legitimate 35-yard field goal. Or if coaches, you know, it's part of the same thing. They go for on it for fourth down a lot because the percentages say so. They're going yep. for two. I wonder, Joe, if we're going to get to a world where three and seven are no longer the key numbers in the NFL because there is so much um, – you know, kind of like wiggle room and fuzzy around the edges with those things. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh. 